back, loyal listeners. Welcome, new listeners, to Runkle Recaps, How I Met Your Podcast. This is Season 3, Episode 10, The Yips. And with me, as always, is Jen, the man-maker Runkle. That is not even remotely true. It's the opposite of that. (laughs) What is the opposite of the man? The woman-maker? The boy-maker? No. The man-destroyer? No. The man killer. I was just thinking the opportunity that I had to become a man maker, I turned that down. Well, you're, <laughs> what? you're you're doing a joint diary with our son, which will not make him a man. So maybe that is the opposite. Rude. You're just jealous. I had a great day today because I finished work early and got to go outside with Tyler and have a snowball fight with him. And with me, even though I wasn't <laughs> yeah. playing. She was inside on a meeting, on a Zoom meeting, and I came in and threw a snowball <laughs> at her. I'm glad you think it's funny. <laughs> Everyone thought it was funny. I didn't think it was funny. Tyler tried to stop me. I know. It's, so who's more of a man now? It's, it's something He's you, growing up to be a gentleman. It's something you two can write about in your diary together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a journal. Tyler was not good at the snowball fight, or maybe he had the yips. The entire time. I mean, when has he ever really thrown anything <laughs> in a particular direction? Yeah, I haven't done a good job as a man maker myself, teaching him how to throw a uh, baseball. But we worked on it. Left foot forward, you know. Pulled, you Left know. foot forward? Yeah, if you're right-handed. Don't, just don't. Okay. Um, have you ever had the yips before? No. I'm awesome at everything, always. When I think about any ball sport I've tried to really pursue, I've never not had the yips. Ball sport? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Well, I I, I was decent at rugby and okay at football as a little kid, but anything that took, like, aim or focus or or precision, I was not good at. I was only okay at the sports where if you tried harder, you did better. (laughs) I wasn't good at the sports where... You had to have like really good hand-eye coordination, or you had focus, really, like golf, baseball. Do you have anything to say before we jump in? I don't. Yeah, we didn't get any notes. We did get one uh, fan suggesting that we have her on, and I suggested to her that you know she she sent us a few opinions on some episodes, and we'll we'll see how she does as far as you know a contributor. And so, I'd lo- you know, if anybody has ideas that they'd like to join us on an episode, you know, we'd love to see, you know, what kind of opinions you have first, and then we'll see if they're hot takes and fun, and we'll, we'll think about that. You, know, you can tell how much I've not been paying attention, because I was not even aware that that was a conversation. Rossi's snoring was just so itty-bitty and tiny right before we started. <laughs> I was like, you know what, I'm not going to turn her around, because if it just stays like this... But maybe she feels like she has to compete with us volume-wise, and that's why it gets louder as we go. Maybe. So with that, we'll jump right in, and we have Ted the narrator saying that back in 2007 to his kids, it seems like everyone belonged to these silly things called the gyms. Now, what would you say in 2019 versus 2007, even though he's way out in like 2030 or Mm 2030-something, It's were gyms more or less common or commonly used than they were in two thousand seven? Do you have a guess or I an mean, estimate? Twenty nineteen? 
2019 versus 2007. We can't do 2020 because gyms yeah, were closed. Yeah, I was going to say, I think <laughs> maybe this was the downfall of gyms and Ted knew it all along. Hmm. Um, I'd say it's they're probably slightly less popular because now there's more things you can do at home. Like there's you know, more people with the Peloton and home-based, like, streaming apps and things. And to your point, 2030 Ted knows there was a pandemic in 2020, although he didn't warn us. He does? Well, maybe there's so many fewer gyms in 2030. Oh, oh, Because of the pandemic, knocked so many of them out, and people started working out at home and getting the online. I thought there was something that you read somewhere that alluded to it more specifically. We've been doing an... Uh, you know, sort of a video game workout. Mm-hmm. What is it? It's Nintendo. It's, yeah, Nintendo Ring Fit Adventure. We're, they are not a sponsor of our podcast, but I've done it a few times. Even Tyler's doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of running in place, and then you have like a ring you hold and you squeeze or you pull apart, depending if you're trying to suck something in on the screen or, or blast it with a like a bazooka blast. So you, it's, you know, it's not that exciting a video game in itself. You're not exactly like... Although maybe it gets better as you get to the new world. Yeah, worlds. I mean, we're still early in it. It's better than nothing, which is what I would typically do. Right. Good point. At any rate, we cut to Ted being in his apartment. He's answering the door for a pizza delivery guy, and he says uh, he forgot his wallet. So he has to run into his bedroom and come back. By the time he's back, he's out of breath. He left his coupons, but he's too tired <laughs> to go back. And he has a great line saying, please don't judge me. To the pizza guy. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I feel like we've all been there. We had those moments where, like, oh, I am really out of shape right now. <laughs> right. For me, it's been, you know, back in the olden days when I used to work in an office, it, all of the good lunch places were, like, up a little bit of a hill. <laughs> and so it would be, like, getting to the end of that hill and being like, oh, that wasn't good. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then going with coworkers and being like, oh, they're fine. That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> So Ted found, I like the line, he wound up shame-eating the whole pizza. That sounds like, you'd feel horrible afterwards, but when I think of that line or hear that line, it makes me hungry to eat an entire pizza. I don't know that it would be, like, maybe a small pizza, but I don't think I could eat more than four slices without being it has to be, uncomfortable. It would, it would have to be thin. Like, let's say it was a large and not an extra large. Mm-hmm. And it was thin crust, like New York okay. style. But not big slice, you know. Right. Sort of like the the large size. I could probably do six or seven slices, but I would feel really sick at the end. Yeah. Just like Ted, who woke up all greasy and sweaty, and his sheets looked like what they wrap deli sandwiches in, <laughs> which is a, such a disturbing visual. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's such a great description. <laughs> right. It really puts you there. <laughs> So here comes the moment he decides that he should join a gym. And Barney says that he goes to Total Rip Fitness. Although the way it's spelled in the show, it's R-I-P, like rest in peace. Oh, is it? Which is weird. Um, And then I don't know at what point I read this and didn't notice it, but they reveal the outside of the gym. And it's the same gym exterior as they go to in Friends in one episode. Oh, really? Yeah, like, we do. I want to quit the gym. Yeah, I think it's that one. It's the ballroom dancing one, which I assume is the one where Joey's helping the mm-hmm. le- the superintendent. Yeah. Uh, learn ballroom, but I'm guessing it's also the one where they want to quit the gym. Yeah. Which is a good. I think line. I saw that one not that long ago. That sounds right. 
Yet another comparison between How I Met Your Mother and the Friends. This is happening quite a bit. (laughs) So Barney says he doesn't work out at the gym, which I'm going to call shenanigans on by the end of the episode because Barney is ripped. (laughs) I don't know if you saw He's doing something. His open shirt leaving of Rhonda's apartment. But yeah, he's... Definitely got some sort of workout. He's got some decent pecs going on, and I mean, he's always been trim. I think that's just his abs. Like I don't know, maybe they put like extra makeup on him or something to make him look really cut. But so, what's Barney's strategy here? Barney is quote unquote investing in women at the gym. So essentially, he's finding women who might be a little heavier and waiting for them to get hot, and then his assumption is that they will be so grateful that he paid attention to them. When they were heavier, that they will sleep with him. I don't know that we've found out that this has actually succeeded. I know he he talks about one woman who he thinks will be a success story soon, but he doesn't actually say that it's worked. I think it has, or I believe that it will. And I gotta say, all morals aside, this is and you know this is essentially what Ted ends up saying. <laughs> right. This seems like a pretty good plan. It seems like a... It's it's an interesting plan for Barney. I guess, you know, maybe he likes the idea of a long con. Yeah, it is, it is out of his character to put in so much work over time. And I'm also trying to figure out, like... I mean, we see him there with Ted, and he's in his suit. So is he just hanging a around? A creepy guy yeah. commenting on girls, like Right, talking them. to them. I wrote that down, too. If that's what he's doing, that's not so good. And it's, and I don't think they tolerate the creepy guy doing that. But or is he going in actual like workout clothes? And I think pretending? we have to assume. <laughs> I think we have to assume that he's actually getting into workout clothes. But why didn't he notice Rhonda before? Yeah, that was my. It might be a little bit too. of hole in the story. I mean, I guess yeah, he just didn't go over to the smoothie bar or something. I don't know. It is weird. Maybe Barney says. Not all investments pay dividends. I kind of like his junk bond status, but it's rude, but it's funny. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it's he's using a lot of financial talk here mm-hmm. based on the use of investment. We see this quite a bit back when he was going after the cougar, right. and he kept making safari references. Mm-hmm. So they really like to do this is to really, especially with Barney, to kind of run into the ground that right. he's picked a metaphor and he's sticking with it. <laughs> And they cut to McLaren's, Robbins cuts in and says, wow, that makes me want to join a gym so I can get super strong and punch you really hard in the face, which I thought was a good line. And then we get Ted recommending, like, yeah, we should all do it. And Lily, I think Lily has the best lines of the entire episode. I don't think this next line's that good, but I have to agree with you because my two favorite, I'm having trouble choosing for my favorite joke from between two and they're both by Lily. I have three. So I have to agree Lily. with you. <laughs> And yeah, this is one of go them. Go Lily in this one. <laughs> I think eventually I want to go back and and tally up who our favorite jokes were by. Oh, and then kind of do a ranking at the end of who had the best jokes throughout the whole episode, the whole season. Okay. Or, the, I'm sorry, the whole run of the show. Yeah. Um, but no, I do like Lily's line here. Yeah, let's all punch Barney in the face. Like, she's just so enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her hair looks darker. Like, did she dye her hair? I'm very confused. This is the one downfall of having the transcripts printed out, I find myself looking down at the transcript and not enough up at the screen. Oh, uh, yeah, you have to find the right balance. Yeah, you're right. I need to work on that. Ted, Ted kind of talks them into joining the gym. They should all do it. Right. Robin 
quickly posits that they could just stop drinking beer because Ted had mentioned, like, you know, we put on the beer weight together, let's take it off together, and Robin just says, like, let's just quit drinking beer, and everybody vetoes that and decides to join the gym. That sounds very much like me. <laughs> Every time someone's advised me to, you know, you'd probably do yourself some good losing weight if you stopped drinking. Like, you have any other ideas? <laughs> Although my doctor did tell me to cut way back because of just stupid liver stuff. Yeah, you know, that really super important organ in your body. I've got a son. (laughs) By the time I need a new one, he'll be there for me. Why else do we have him? I don't think that automatically makes him a donor. I don't know if you know how (laughs) blood types work. No, we we have to be the same blood type, don't we? No. Isn't that that how they do, like, blood tests and... No, never mind. No, how could... I'm out of my my depth here. If we're two different blood types, how could he be the same blood type as both of us? Okay. (laughs) Science. Okay, we're at the gym, and Marshall meets his new trainer, Trish. Yeah, so Marshall really went all in, signing up for a trainer off the bat. I've noticed the last, every time I've joined a new gym, which, you know, when we've moved, it's happened. Sometimes my job moves, so it's not as convenient for me to stop at a certain gym, and so I switch to another gym. When we've been better off financially, I've gone to a more expensive gym. Mm-hmm. But every time they really push you into a first session with a trainer, mm-hmm. they have them show you around and try and talk to you about, so what are your goals? And ultimately, <laughs> they're just trying to get you to pay for training sessions. Right. Every single place, even the JCC. Yep. That's right. You went there. Yes. That guy was hot, though. Did you have the... I forget his name. Him and I are actually LinkedIn connected. He's a really good looking guy. I think I actually requested a female trainer with that one. Sexist. (laughs) Well, I was going to be talking about, like, personal body stuff. I didn't want to do it with a guy. There was this girl that was being trained by that guy, and she was just gaga-eyed over him the entire workout, I could tell. So that was actually me before we got married, when I joined that one gym when we lived in D.C., and I got a trainer, and he was so hot. <laughs> when did, I don't remember that. It was a long, long time ago. Like, it might have been, you know, 2010. Like, probably before we were even engaged. Wow, I don't even... I, I guess I don't remember you not belonging to the same gym as me, but... Okay. There was, yeah. like, one by your work or something that you went to or something. I feel no, like. it was one that, like, had spin classes and, oh. like, that worked with my schedule and somebody else recommended it. So I joined it. And, yeah, that trainer was really hot. Did you guys really focus on your flexibility? <laughs> no, unfortunately. <laughs> it probably would have been after. Yeah, it was definitely after this episode. So <laughs> I wonder if I had that in mind. But it did make me want to do better. Marshall's very enthusiastic about Trish, and it seems even a little flirty with her. Mm-hmm. And Lily tries to put the brakes on this. She doesn't like this at all. Uh, and I appreciate Marshall's response. I get it. I mean, I see what you're worried about. <laughs> right. Really well delivered, too. <laughs> I like, You'll always be my sugar. Right. And then immediately Trish just Very turns. dismissive. Right. Well, actually, no. We get a bad joke from Marshall. Yeah. Identifies <laughs> I, that it's a bad joke, but... <laughs> I, I marked exactly the same thing that his... Uh, when, when he's answering a question of what's his commitment to his body, he's all about commitment. He's going to drive to Vermont and have a commitment ceremony to his body if he wants, which I guess is... was like maybe Vermont was gay marriage. Yeah, I think it was the Legal there state. earlier, and so mm-hmm. that's why he said Vermont. Or Vermont's just a bit of a different kind of state, and so... 
you might be able no, to I marry yourself was, in Vermont. I think it was one of the first states to allow, I don't know if it was gay marriage or just like civil unions or whatever. And then he does call himself out. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't get the point of this joke if you're just going to then call yourself out. <laughs> Makes it slightly less bad. She wants him to start with 100 push-ups. He doesn't really get it. Yeah, no, that would be me. He seems to think it's 100 or 3, like, just do a lot. Right, do a whole bunch of push-ups, as many push-ups as you can. You think that's an innocent request, but I once went to one of my Krav Maga classes, and instead of, like, a regular warm-up that we do where, you know, we'll run around the room, we'll do some push-ups, we'll do some sit-ups, there's just, you know, general things they do to warm us up, like, you know, crab walking and... Uh, frog jump, thing, weird things to get different muscles working. And once I went in there and he said, all right, everyone's going to do 100 burpees. 100 burpees. I would and die. You have, and you have 10 minutes to do it. Go. I would literally die. Like, that is a nightmare. And then you're supposed to do other stuff after that. Right. Not just 100 burpees to go home. <laughs> well, you know, the first 30 or 35 aren't too bad. But then you start to slow down. Then at about 50 or 60, you get to the point where you're kind of getting back up one, you know, <laughs> you're, you're you're dropping down, doing your push-up back up, and then you're kind of going to your knee and stepping back up on your foot and then slowly pushing back up. Okay, so I got to 100. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I felt a little weird. Like, my muscles felt tingly afterwards mm-hmm. and my, my – like, the muscle that goes from your chest to your shoulder mm-hmm. in there. And you'll remember this as I tell it to you. That night, it stiffened up so bad that it was just singing with pain. I mean, just – I, I can't even describe how much pain I was in. I kept trying to kind of switch positions in bed and thinking I if, I, if I get the right position, I'll, I'll feel a little bit better. Nothing was working. You gave me some of your – you didn't have any muscle relaxers anymore, but you had – I think it was just you know Motrin or whatever. Mm-hmm. That didn't help. It was so bad I couldn't fall asleep, so I had to come downstairs by about 3 in the morning and just spend the next three hours watching TV until I could go to a, a local – Emergency care. I do not remember this at all. And so the next morning, 6 a.m., I put clothes on. I tell you what happened. I go to the the emergency care, and they're like, you just have an inflamed muscle. Here's some, you know, uh, painkillers mm-hmm. to deal with it. And after, you know, the next day, it went away. But that, that, that injury kind of stuck with me for the next year. I, I was in pain. I, was, I had a little bit of discomfort in that shoulder for the next year. Mm-hmm. So just saying, you know, do this many is kind of dangerous. It's yeah, not, it's not. it's not good physical fitness <laughs> training stuff. I don't know. Well, Marshall, you know, responds the way he responds. And then she goes into a, do you smell that? He doesn't. It smells like there's a little rhymes, you know, a little bitch in my gym. Which I don't even know what that means. Do you smell that? How do you smell a little bitch? It's not a great insult. I feel like she's trying... She, I feel like they want to use the word that rhymes with wussy. Mm, maybe. But you definitely... I mean, they know you can't say that on <laughs> sitcom. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a little network. surprised they could say little bitch, too, but... <laughs> nah, I mean, that I can see. But yeah, I... I don't know. And I guess, it, yeah, it's the whole point of the storyline, but I <laughs> would immediately be like, okay, yep, yeah, you're not for me, Bye. Yeah, I think maybe that would be too much of a dent to his ego to have to have this little tiny person scare him away. Right. Yeah, I guess maybe it would be different for me to just be like, nope, <laughs> we're not going to do this. 
they cut to Marshall and well, she, okay. Then she starts yelling at him and mm-hmm. to do the push-ups. Then we cut to Mar, uh, to Robin, who's stretching out and saying, "I love it here." And she looks. How would you describe it? Dour or she just? What do you think? I mean, she looks like normal people should look at a gym. Okay, <laughs> like, fair. No makeup, just workout clothes. Not trying to impress anybody. And then, so she's stretching on the same mat as Lily, who, by comparison, has her hair down. Like maybe that's it. Maybe it's because she's next to Lily. Yeah, Lily's I, really done up for this. And Robin always looks very well put together. This right. is just unusual for her. Right, but I could see that. Like I don't know. I feel like that's what I look like when I go. On the rare occasions I have gone to the gym, like I'm not trying to impress anybody. You almost never wear makeup, anyways. Not really. I mean, I'm not a <laughs> not a makeup kind of girl, but yeah, I'm just gonna go in, you know, like whatever t-shirt or shorts, and put my hair up in a messy ponytail and call it a day. But compared to Lily, who's you know just trying to look cute, it seems like. <laughs> I actually enjoy the shots they're taking at Robin. Oh yeah, no, it's very funny, but. <laughs> Ted starts it with, yeah, this place is great. We're meeting our friend Robin here. I hope you don't hate her. She's pretty hot. <laughs> you know, Robin tells him to shut up. Tells, asks Lily to tell him to shut up. She says, sorry, lesbian prison guard. Do we know each other? And uh, then the best one of all, Barney just walks up. Hey, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. I'm Barney. <laughs> now, did he not recognize her? I, I don't think he did. I don't think he did. I think he just sees somebody in his periphery isn't a cute girl to his standards and just <laughs> assumes it's a dude. Ron, uh, Barney's got a story that he came over with. He was at the smoothie bar there, and that's where he ran into Rhonda. We've sort of heard about Rhonda before, that she's the person that he, he lost his virginity to when he was 23 years old. Did we hear her by name? I think we did. He said, yeah, my mom's friend Rhonda, I feel like. I feel like he said my mom's friend or a neighbor. I, yeah, yeah I, I can't remember the exact wording. Okay, but yeah, so we have kind of heard a very brief overview of this story before. But she didn't remember him. She thought he was, <laughs> even when he came back, she thought his name was Barry. But we'll get there. <laughs> right. We're at McLaren's, and Lillian Marshall are there. Marshall's talking about how she made him do so many push-ups, and then only gave him credit for 10. And I... I I've I've gotten this from coaches in wrestling or whatever, where it's, you know, do this many things, and then you think you're done. They're like, all right, do another set of them. No. It, it, th- this is a real thing. I've, I've been put through this, and it is very frustrating. Yeah, that sounds awful. But you just got to do what they say. Barney comes in. He's still going on about Rhonda. And they try and comfort him. You know, it's, it was your first time. What's the big deal? Barney thinks that he did rock her world because she told him he rocked her world. Right, so we get a quick little flashback of what we've seen before of like him and Shannon in the coffee shop. Yeah, it's and grunge, his, Barney. Yeah, with his long hair. Uh, so after they break up, he goes to consult with James, who is the guy that he, <laughs> the person that he knew who knew everything about girls. James suggests that he needs to sleep with somebody immediately. Barney's just sobbing on his couch. Barney would like to, but he's scared. And James says, of course you're scared. It's gross. Because <laughs> this, this is before James came out. The thought of doing that with a woman? So he recommends that Barney think about baseball. It'll be over a lot faster if he does. Hmm. 
Barney's got some great line deliveries here of, but I don't know the first thing about seducing women. What do you? How do you? Where do you? <laughs> yeah, it's very funny. Mar- uh, James warns him, don't overthink it or you'll get the yips and explains what the yips are. It's where you mess something up by overthinking it too much. Barney doesn't think anyone's going to have sex with him because it's not like he's a Backstreet Boy. <laughs> just, just a great line. Yeah, James immediately goes to the man maker. Barney seems to know who that is or who he means when he says that. That's obviously his mom's friend. And then we get sort of a, f- a montage of his mom's friend Rhonda at their house playing cards with the mom. Actually, it looks like they're all playing cards. Oh, I thought it was more like she's playing with the kids. I didn't even know if the mom was playing. Oh, I don't know if the mom's playing either. I assumed she was because she was sitting there. But she had all these euphemisms for sleeping with people that came into her house, like the paper boy and the pool boy. And I like, you know, that Chinese food delivery boy. I had sex with him. I don't have a funny way of saying it yet. It just happened 20 minutes ago. (laughs) That was a good third thing. And we talk a lot about three Mm -hmm. jokes. Well, and it's funny because she refers to Barney's mom as Patty, but that's not her name. <laughs> what is her name? Is it Loretta, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Good so, catch. So I thought that was weird. I don't know. Maybe we don't know her name yet. No, we don't. Because I guess, yeah, we haven't actually met her. Like, we've seen her in flashback, but I guess we haven't Yeah, we, we don't get to the, we haven't gotten to the actress yet that goes on to play her. Right. So, yeah, I just caught that. I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> We're at Rhonda's with Barney going over to get with the man maker, and she calls him Barry as he comes in. And he's holding flowers. <laughs> nice touch. I'm calling her Miss French. That's a kind of a funny name for a woman that gets around a lot, French. And we, get, we cut to after they have had sex, and she's all, you just rocked my world. Right. And goes on effusively about it. And so you see him kind of, like, reflected in the mirror as he's getting himself dressed, and he's kind of, like... Smiling. Yeah, himself. giving himself, like, props for, you know, doing a great job. And <laughs> he has a great line here where, after that, he rose like a phoenix from her mentholated bosom and strode into the world, Armani-clad and fully awesome. Mm. We cut to the gym. Marshall's struggling with his workout with Trish again. She's yelling at him, and... <laughs> Lily comes up and says she got a trainer too. His name's Max. Kind of an older guy in pretty good shape. Looks like mm-hmm. might have been former military or something. They're going <laughs> to focus on flexibility. And Max says, yeah, I'm going to stretch her out. Yeah, Max is creepier than I remember him being. Like, But Lily's down. Yeah. But, but I he, think Lily thinks she's getting a workout out of this. But he like gives Marshall like a little smirk. And then as Marshall's doing his sit-ups, like he's giving him more like... Yeah, see what I'm doing with your wife? Like, I don't remember that. I didn't even notice that. (laughs) So every time Marshall comes up in a sit-up, there's something different going on between Lily and Max the first time. He's just kind of stretching one leg, using his shoulder to lean into her. The second time, he's stretching both legs and is in between her Mm -hmm. legs. Then the third time. I think the second time was worse than the third. The third is just hanging her upside down. Yeah, that should have been an indicator that something was wrong. That's not a real... Stretch. (laughs) Unless she's doing, like, sit-ups from there. That could be (laughs) a workout, but... And each time, Marshall's like, what? Okay, well, that's not cool. (laughs) It was a good scene. Yeah. Barney goes back to see Rhonda at the smoothie bar. 
and wants to talk about old the old days. She doesn't remember him as somebody that she's slept with, and he tries to get it out of her by asking, you know, were there any young men who stood out of the pack? And she she mentions a couple, one guy with a tongue like a gecko, somebody else that had good hip, had hips like a womb but knew how to use them. Then Barney tried to, you know, forces the issue. What about me? She yes, doesn't remember him at together. all. <laughs> you said that you were the best I ever had, and then she says, oh, about that. Oh, so I guess now she does remember. Yeah, at this point. So we get a scene between James and Rhonda where James is asking, you know, essentially her to just do him the favor of... Sleeping with yeah, Barney. Helping Barney get over this breakup. And, you know, she's not that into it, but they make a deal. <laughs> yeah, James for Barney. And to get into it, James repeats, Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson, Reggie Jackson. It's kind of weird to do it for her to hear it. <laughs> well, and he tries to, to play it off that, you know, he has a girlfriend and <laughs> hers is the only vagina for me. It's not scary at all. For those that don't know, Reggie Jackson was uh, to some regarded as the greatest New York Yankee to ever play baseball. What? The greatest New York Yankee? Yeah. Better than Babe Ruth? Better than Mickey Mantle? Well, okay, modern day. You're right. Okay. Did you want to name some more? No, those are the only two that really come to mind. <laughs> I don't know a lot about baseball, but I know those guys were Yankees and good. <laughs> okay, in the last 50 years. Okay. We get a replay of how Rhonda really said those compliments. Mm-hmm. Very flat-toned. <laughs> and it's interesting that Barney didn't pick up on that. I. He heard what he wanted to hear. Yeah. I like how she goes, sorry, Barry. <laughs> and he just, his face, like he looks like he's about to explode of just frustration. And so, you know, Barney's built this up quite a bit in his head that, you know, he was awesome from the get-go and that's why he's now so prolific in his womanizing. It was all based on that first time. Right, so. Kind of silly, but. Right, but yeah. The, good plot line. The only reason that he's able to, to do what he does now is because he was so great off the bat, so now this is like shaking his whole foundation. I feel like I, I like all the gym stuff much better than I like this Barney story, to be honest with you. Yeah, oh, definitely. I feel like it's sort of an unbalanced episode. We're at McLaren's. Marshall's going on kind of with the same complaint to Lily that you know she she gives him a number to do, and when he gets to the end of it, that's not enough, and he's crying and... You know, she lied to my face. Everything hurts. Lily's very sympathetic and suggests that he calls her and quits. He said he he, he won't because he should finish what he started. She's like, if you're too scared, I can call her. And then he gives <laughs> her the number. It's such a marriage thing to do. I feel like there's times I'll do that where I'll be like, I don't want to call this person. Will you do it? <laughs> so Lily really gets on the phone as in, in, in command mode. You know, yeah, she's being very rude. Yeah, we have a problem. Who the hell do you think you are? You're an employee. We tell you what to do. And she goes, I'm telling you, you're fired, bitch. She goes, okay, goodbye. And she says to Marshall, you better get down there, baby. She's really pissed. That's so good. Yeah, that was a really great line. <laughs> the way she delivers it. That's a great turnaround. Yeah, because you can see like on her face, too, she's like saying all this with attitude. And then <laughs> just completely melts <laughs> right. afterwards. And the idea that he has to go down there right away. <laughs> Right. That was the opposite of helpful. 
Ted comes in. He's talking to Barney. Wants to know if he's still bummed. And Barney goes into what you were just talking about, that this the approval that one woman defines who he is. No, he's saying... Well, he's trying to say it won't at this point. Oh, you're right. But... Rowan <laughs> thinks that's mature of him. Ted says let him finish. What he's going to do is get an approval of a gaggle of supermodels. You're going to go to a Victoria's Secret party. And he got three tickets, so all the guys can go. Which is weird, because Marshall goes, and then we never see Marshall again. Like, it's just Ted and, <laughs> and Barney talking to all the models. So I, I, n- I didn't even notice that. Good point. So it's weird that Marshall even... When? We're at the party. Looks like a real, you know, they, they did it up. It looks like a real mm-hmm. after, you know. Yeah, and I wonder if, like, it was a real thing and they just, you know, shot some scenes at an event that are, like, that was a real event. Could, no, I don't, well. I mean, they got a lot of models. Yeah, they did. And we know probably two of them were, are real well-known models. The other ones may be models, but aren't recognizable, so... I mean, they are if you're a fashion person. Okay. I mean, I'm not, but I even I recognize the names. Well, they only gave. I mean, Heidi Klum, yeah. Well, no, but I looked up. But then the second yeah. one, but I don't. I don't think did we get more than two names? No, but I looked up who they were. Oh, they were oh, names I, that see. I recognize. Okay, you looked up. You looked them up on IMDb, mm-hmm. and then yeah. And then did a deeper search on them. No, I just did an IMDb, and I was like, oh yeah, I've heard of her. I've heard of her. I've heard of her. Okay. You might be right. Barney's going around, and it's kind of funny the the way he's failing so miserably, but I'm not going to run through every single yeah. line that he said. He's just the worst. <laughs> he's not just bad at picking them up. He's just bad at saying words and being a human. Yeah, with Alessandra Ambrosio, who English is her second language, he, and they say, you know, you can, you can, Try and work this out on her because she won't know when you're going off the mark. And so his first line is, those are very nice honkers. And she doesn't know what the word means and asks him to dance. And here's the thing. Like, every time he approaches a couple girls, they're very responsive and friendly. Yeah, that was kind of funny. And when he has a second chance after she asks him to dance, he goes, I'm talking about those things. Aruga! Aruga! So bad. So she walks away. Yeah, this is beyond the yips. (laughs) At one point, he meets a couple models, and he goes, oh, no, it's Heidi Klum. He goes, goobity, 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 goobity. And Heidi Klum, you know, kind of takes a little interest in what's going yeah, on. Yeah, she gets involved. <laughs> she says what this, the word for the yips is in German. Do you think that's a real word? Uh, she said it too fast. I couldn't begin The closed caption didn't pick it up, so for any of our listeners from Germany, let us know if this is an actual thing or if they just made it up for the show. Mm-hmm. Have we seen Heidi Klum in any... Has she been on any other shows? Sitcoms? Who was, on, like who was, on, who was Joey's roommate on Friends? That wasn't oh, Heidi Klum, was no, it? Who was that? that was... Ah. Whoever that was, I've seen her in a few different things. I saw her Elle McPherson, maybe? No, it wasn't Elle McPherson. We're not going to get there right now. No. But no, I, don't, I can't remember seeing Heidi Klum on anything scripted. I mean, obviously okay. she did that, like, yeah, America's... Uh, or, uh, shoot, what was that one? Was she on Next Top Model or was she Not on the Next style Top Model? One yeah, or? the fashion one that I didn't watch. <laughs> I have a peripheral knowledge of these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Ted kind of explains what's going on that, you know, he has the yips and this is why. 
Okay, Heidi, yeah, and Heidi suggests that he goes out and finds that woman and earns it for real. Pretty good advice. But then she gets distracted by little hamburgers. Barney says, I just made out with Heidi Klum. Dad's like, what? (laughs) And Barney, we we get our very first, just, okay? (laughs) Which becomes one of our favorite things, and we use that a lot. Yes. In fact, we used it on this podcast. Common phrase in this house. We're at Rhonda's. Barney shows up there. So this is the weirdest thing of the whole episode. (laughs) He knocks on the door, and she's just like, come in. (laughs) Who does that? Old habits, I guess. (laughs) Just thought it was the, the pool boy. Maybe. Barney, and even when he's approaching her to try and have sex again, his, he's got the yips going on, his eyes twitching in weird, <laughs> weird ways. Right. She's not into the idea. She's, <laughs> she doesn't do that anymore, and she has satisfied that itch by going to Indian casinos. You know, one vice for another. Hopefully she's good at it. Barney shows up at McLaren's. He's wearing a sweatsuit. <laughs> So, yeah, Barney's just giving up on caring, apparently. We get a nice little explanation of how he's doing, which is, his entire sexual history was built on a rotting foundation of lies. My whole identity is lost in a pit of menthol ashes. Work is good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that sort of turns that around. That's good. (laughs) So Marshall is saying that he's not going back to the gym anymore. Like, he's fed up. He had to have his intern rip up his bagel and feed it to him. Mm-hmm. I guess he's so sore. Lily's done with it, too. Marshall asks about, you know, what about Max? And Lily's like, <laughs> yeah, well, turns out that guy had no affiliation with the gym whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Just such a good twist. <laughs> Ted Tons tries to keep them interested in the gym. Talks about how he had a great day, like, with when he, him and Robin had a nice moment. Ted approaches Robin as she's doing, she's working out on the bench press at the gym, and she's working it really hard, and she's grunting really loud. <laughs> Is this a thing? Like, I mean, I haven't been to the gym consistently. Is this a thing that people really do? Yeah. I, well, when I was going to the gym and lifting weights, that would be my favorite workout was the bench press. Well, no, I know people do bench presses, but, like, loudly grunting like that? You don't see women doing it that often, <laughs> to be honest with you. I hate to point out point that piece out, but... Guys, you know, if they're going real heavy, I've seen it. It's it's not common, but okay. you don't blink an eye if you do hear it and see it. Okay. You would if it was a woman. Yeah, she's being really loud. Yeah, she's really leaning into the, <laughs> I don't care how I look or sound or mm-hmm. act here. Yeah, I'm she's, just getting my workout in. Yeah. <laughs> Ted wants to thank her. She says, for what? He says, well, you know, it's hard for exes to be friends because there's this lingering sexual tension between them. Gone. Thank you. (laughs) It's a really funny line. Uh, Put a pin in that. That's going to come back around. Right. Robin says that she's never actually seen Ted working out at the gym. He said he was today, but he left early because his iPod ran out of battery. Yeah. I've actually done this once where I got to the gym to work out, and this is 12 years ago or something, a long time ago. This is when I was still living in Virginia and working out there. I remember getting there, looking in my gym bag, and I I feel like I forgot my shorts and socks. I just didn't have the right stuff to work out. And instead of trying to mobilize and be like, oh, I guess I could work out. And 
I could have still found a way to work out, but I was like, I don't have my comfort stuff here with me. Right. And I think I might have actually done the iPod thing, too. Well, yeah, I can't work out without my iPod charged right. up. I mean, so now it's... And I left. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, because now like, it's all in your phone. But back in the day, yeah, we had a separate device that you didn't use all the time. If you forgot it, you didn't charge it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You throw just... In, you know, oh, I only use this when I go to the gym. Oh, shoot, it's out of battery. Although most gyms, like, you know, at least have TVs on that you can, like, you know, depending on... If you're on, like, the treadmill or something, you could, like, tune into the TV at least. Yeah, that doesn't work for me. I don't enjoy the TV watching while on the treadmill. Yeah, I mean, it's better than nothing, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if I my battery was out, I would choose watching TV over just Yeah, like, I probably wouldn't leave like, the gym. By the time but... I get all the way to the gym <laughs> and I'm dressed for the gym. So Ted has kind of all the same excuses I've at one time or another <laughs> left the gym for. But they put them all together, and he's never actually worked out there. The only time he's ever, ever stuck around was to get a massage. Right. Which they cut to. Marshall asked Lily to help him make a give Ted the finger by bending his other fingers down. <laughs> Lily has an idea, though, and then we cut to... And I don't know why Ted agreed to this. It's hard to but say. But we cut to Ted getting <laughs> trained by Trisha. And she's just screaming at him. <laughs> she's like, come on, this is your last set. You, you said, said that, that last, last time. time. Robin sees this. and Yeah, so Robin walks by and <laughs> gets a good reciprocal. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> Very well written. Um, Barney's at McLaren's, I think still in his sweats, drinking by himself at the bar. And Rhonda comes in. Uh, apparently, Ted threw up in the line to the smoothie place and she got a chance to talk to him. Yeah, I like Barney's. Did you change your mind about having love, making sex, penis, vagina? What does <laughs> it matter, matter with me? me? <laughs> she suggests that they try something else because sex isn't everything. When was the last time you had a conversation with somebody? Without an intention of hooking up. They show up at their... Oh, <laughs> Barney says... He once sat next to the former Secretary Madam, Secretary of State Madeleine Albright at a benefit once. He certainly didn't intend to hit that. I got to know, is Bar- did Barney really have sex with Madeleine Albright? I don't know. I actually don't know who that is. She was Secretary of State I mean, under Bill Clinton. State, it was under Bill Clinton, and she is... N- Not Barney's type. You, Robin looks better in her gym... Assemble than Madeline Albright ever looked at her best, but oh. but Madeline Albright obviously you know a very accomplished woman. Right. It, it's not like even you know Susan Rice or Condoleezza Rice would you know be more. Yeah, where are you going with this? You wouldn't blink an eye. Hole. You wouldn't blink an eye if he said that. Oh, okay. But Madeline Albright. <laughs> I'm trying to think of maybe a male equivalent of that. I, I can't, but... Any old politician? <laughs> yeah, like like sleeping with... Um, the equivalent of sleeping with McConnell. If, if I asked you, did you ever have a conversation with someone <laughs> that uh, you weren't trying to have sex with them, and you said, well, I did sit next to Mitch McConnell at a benefit dinner. I certainly didn't intend to hit that. That would sort of be the physical equivalent. Rhonda says sleeping with her is not going to solve anything. They show up at Rhonda's house. They're, they're playing Go Fish again. It's kind of cute. But then they both realize... This sucks. This, yeah, this isn't fun. And then they hook up again. And 
we get effusive praise of the real kind this time from Rhonda. And there's full turnaround of Bonnie saying, or Barney saying, uh, this is the best sex I've ever had. And he's yawning. <laughs> right. And she seems to be buying his lines. Right. And he's looking in the mirror again. But yeah, then he stands up, doesn't zip up his hoodie, and he's yeah, rocking a nice six-pack there. Barney says, Daddy's back. I'm sure you love that line. It's creepy, but it works in the moment. I typically don't like those lines, but <laughs> it fits. We get one last final scene at McLaren's whereby Ted's saying that he can't move his arms very high, he can't move his legs. But they all agree that this was a good idea joining the gym and they're going to stick with it. And then the last comment by the narrator is they never went back to the gym again. Right. (laughs) So if it's the same gym and friends, I wonder if they had a hard time quitting. (laughs) What was it, Tawny? That That sounds right. (laughs) Is the name of the... I want to quit the gym. (laughs) They have to quit the bank because... (laughs) Right. I want to quit the bank. Don't they end up with, like, a joint checking account or something by the end of it? (laughs) Yeah, I think so. That was a good episode. Oh, that's a good episode. What was your favorite joke? Um, so I had, like, a three-way tie between, like, let's all punch Barney in the face, um, you better get down there, baby, she's real pissed, and turns out that guy has no affiliation with the gym whatsoever. So I didn't like the punch Barney in the face line, I'm not as into violence as you are, but (laughs) the other two were my two favorites that I have sort of a tie with. Least favorite? Um, probably Director Marshall's, yeah. Could yeah, be the ceremony too. one. I mean, he calls himself out, so that right. makes it not so bad. But, but there really, yeah, there weren't there. a lot of bad jokes in this one. What do you think I ranked this? 35. Not bad. 42. Uh, next episode is going to be the Platinum Rule. Okay. That is a really good episode. It's where S- Ted meets... Stella? Stella. Okay. And we get all the backstories mm-hmm. of Barney dating Wendy the waitress, Marshall and Lily doing coupley stuff with the neighbors right. next door, and the whole message of it all is don't you know, don't, don't shit where you eat. Right. <laughs> but you and I messed something up. I'm not sure if I've ever corrected this, but one of our very early episodes, we saw, we said something to the effect of them talking about the golden rule or the silver rule or something like that mm-hmm. and trying to remember what Barney said that one time and it was the platinum rule. Uh, okay. And we got it wrong. So th- this will set us straight. All right. Good to know. All right. Well, tell, us where, tell people where they can find us. You can find us at Runkle Recaps on Twitter, at underscore how I met your podcast underscore on Instagram. You can always shoot us an email at runklerecaps at gmail.com. And I know I told you this was the last podcast we were going to do tonight, but I have two more for us. No! <laughs> Bye, everybody. That's a bit. Bye. <laughs>